Revolution Against Modern-Day Slavery. Every episode, we bring you inspirational stories of survivors who have been through the ordeal of human trafficking and sexual assault. In addition, we interview key advocates in the anti-trafficking movement and have them share their comments on the detrimental effects of human trafficking in our society. Now, here is your host, Cindy. Welcome to Cindy's Voice Podcast. This is Cindy Rivero, your host. The Cindy's Voice Podcast is all about the belief that I have that getting trafficked will be harder if everyone knows about human trafficking. We aim for raising awareness about sexual exploitation and sexual assault. I am a certified sex trafficking survivor and I have thrived from almost seven years of slavery. And I firmly believe that if you live through something that marks your life, it's your moral obligation as a human being to talk about it so it won't happen to another person. But if you don't know my story, I was trafficked when I was only 28 years old. See, back in 2010, when everything started, my kids were only 7 and 9 years old, I was unemployed and raising them by myself. I used to work in the customer service industry and that's where I met an American girl and so we became friends. She had a daughter and in order to save some money we agreed to live in together but after a couple of years she returned to the US and we simply lost contact. One day I joined Facebook social platform and three or four days later I received a friend request. When I opened it, it was my beloved American friend. I was so happy and miss her so much. She was like a cousin or sister to me. I even considered her daughter my niece. So we catch up and I told her about my financial situation. And then she told me that her mother-in-law was going to help me by hiring me as a nanny for 10 days. She offered to pay me $1,000 and paid my visa and flight ticket. She told me that her mother-in-law wanted to go to New York City with her family, but she didn't want to bring any kids. That makes sense to me because it was the end of the year and we all know how fancy and gorgeous and amazing New York City is, at least Manhattan, <laughs> for the sake of what we are talking about on Christmas um, season. So it all sounds pretty good to me and in real so I took why I wouldn't take her help you know so two weeks after I was in America Virginia to be exact but not to babysit just right after picking me up from the airport my friend's mother-in-law told me that I was lied about the meaning of my trip and then she showed me pictures of my kids in Costa Rica they were at school my son's picture, I can definitely see how this person got inside the school to take this picture. And then another picture about my daughter. I remember that she was kind of talking to a classmate. So you know for sure that that picture had it to be again taken from the inside of the school. That actually scared me a lot. 
she locked me in an apartment just after showing me those pictures and she told me that something horrible could happen to my kids if I didn't do what she wanted me to. She started undressing me and handed me some lingerie and high heels that she got from a closet and told me that I had to put them on because my first customer was at the door. You know, I until this day have no idea how I just petrified and I couldn't move. I was in shock. This person ended up trafficking me for years, flew me back and forth from Costa Rica, from my country, and had people following not only me, but my two kids, and who in that moment was my husband. And that is very scary. I ended up losing everything due to what happened to me, even my kids. I had to make the decision of giving up the custody of my kids to their father just to protect them because I didn't know what was just words and what she can do you know what she was capable of doing so I divorced my ex-husband for the sake of his well-being and I caught in contact with family and friends as part of my traffickers demands. It took me six and a half years to finally get out of that nightmare. I started to tell all guys who paid for my body to have sex with me that I was there against my will. So obviously the business uh, regarding me like every woman that is being trafficked we are considered um, business so my business was going down was losing the track and she picked up um, she picked it up so when I start telling all this to the Johns, the clients. Um, Johns is the word that we use for the buyers. So when that start happening, I had it people who just tell me, can you just turn around and make this easy? I'm not interested on what you are saying. Just turn around. I also have other people who told me like, if this is real, I don't want to be part of this. And you can keep the money, but I want to out. I want to get out now. So they end up leaving and not coming back. After maybe two weeks of that, having new customers but never returning, not even asking for another girl, my traffickers are getting suspicious. So she sent a friend to stay with me. And when I asked him for that help, obviously he told her, when she found out, she paid me up and sent me with a flight ticket to Tampa, Florida. And she told me that I was just a prostitute. She told me that I was a person who committed the sex acts with people, not her, that I was a person who put the money for, I'm sorry, who put the hand for the money so that made me the prostitute not her and 
also told me that if the police would come in my room because now she was demoning me to a hotel she told me if you open the door and that's a police guess what they're gonna arrest you not me because you are the prostitute not me um the manager of this place i am the one who rents and gives you the house to do it um because of what you just did is gonna be a hotel next time you do something like this your next stop is gonna be the streets and you do not want to be on the streets do you to be honest with you that was clear enough that was the signal i understood clearly after being being beat up and being demoted per se that it could be worse until that moment i never thought it could be worse but i was wrong i was definitely wrong so once again it took me six and a half years to finally get out of that nightmare and actually it was because of a nurse a male nurse who made the right comments and questions that i got out you see during the time that i was trafficked in hotels in tampa florida i tried to commit suicide several times so on the last time that i tried to commit suicide i actually went to the same hospital so i met this nurse and he was great he actually rescued me or give me gave me the base to understand what was going on and so i can take the decision of asking for help for real for good this time this nurse knew me from past hospitalizations and one day he told me that he attended this seminar for college college credits and mentioned that the topic was mother and slavery that was the first time that i heard about it sure i knew slaves existed but i just thought in the movies or in the past in other continents not here i never ever thought slavery could be in united states or america not in this century this nurse who nowadays i call my hero started telling me everything he heard um, in the seminar and that's when he hit me everything he was describing was my life I lived through it but right after I was rescued I started feeling that I was the only person who understood how being trafficked was I felt very alone like no one can possibly understand what I've been through so I was very reluctant to speak out I didn't want to share my experiences because I not only felt alone but I was embarrassed over what happened. I was prostituted, yes. I knew I didn't chose that path for myself, but my trafficker's voice was louder than mine. I knew deep in my heart that it wasn't my fault, but once again, I was so embarrassed. My trafficker got arrested and sentenced last year but she took a deal with the state and worked the system to get only 30 months minus the time served justifying and collaborating with government agencies is hard and frustrating not easy to do 
You find yourself in a sea of what-ifs and wonders with little to none updates or information of what's happening with the investigation on, or even how is it going to settle down. A lot of questions and basically no answers for you. You are just set to wait and do nothing. I met other survivors along the way with so many different stories. All of them are unique, but all of them share some similarities as well, with a bunch of struggles and necessities, and so that really started me down to the road of advocacy, and as I've been doing this, I have become more and more involved, so I finally decided to create this station, this podcast. As a speaker, I encounter a lot of questions about human trafficking, sexual exploitation, and sexual assault from the public and community members. Questions like how to spot traffickers and victims and how to help them. So I realized it was time for me to take action and that led to the creation of the Cindy's Voice podcast. We want to educate and empower people who listen to this. We want for the victims and survivors of sexual exploitation and sexual assault to realize that they are not alone. We want to help them understand that what they are going through is not isolating to them. We want them to feel that they have a community. And also we want those people who have not been through trauma to understand what it's like to be a victim. Here we're going to talk to experts every week about these topics that are happening around us every day. You'll listen to the most incredible and inspiring survivor stories and we'll give you the insight and tools to join in and make a difference. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and joining us in this little project of ours. Make sure to check out our website, cindysvoice.org. That C I N D Y add an S and the word voice V O I C E Cindy'sVoice.org to learn more about how we are fighting sexual exploitation and be sure to tune in for our next podcast where we're going to answer the questions What's sexual exploitation? Who are the victims? And who is at risk of becoming a victim of human trafficking? If you have any questions, any questions at all that you want us to address during our podcast, please email them to itscindysvoice at gmail.com. All right, well, thank you again for all of those who listen to us. This has been the Cindy's Voice Podcast. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us this week on Cindy's Voice. If you like what you're listening to, like our YouTube channel, Cindy's Voice Podcast, and give us a five-star review. This means everything to us. Follow us on Instagram at Cindy V. Rivero to receive updates on our latest episode. See you in our next episode. Till then, have a great week. Welcome to Cindy's Voice Podcast. I am your host, Cindy Rivero, and my vision for Cindy's Voice is not only to educate and empower people who listen to this, but for the victims and survivors of human trafficking and sexual assault.